Welcome to the Profitable Farmer Podcast, where it's all about increasing the profitability of your farm by working smarter, not harder. And now your host, business expert, Andrew Roberts. Hi there, welcome to this podcast. It's Andrew Roberts, and um, we don't actually have Greg online today. He was all lined up, ready to do this podcast, but had an internet issue, so um, I decided to record this, and I decided to focus on a topic which which I see as a business mentor, so many business owners dealing with, and this 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 fear of failure, and really how to help you deal with the fear of failure. And I'm, I'm going to offer four tools that I feel can really help you combat this fear of failure. Um, and I wanted to start off by sharing with you a personal story, um, which I experienced early on in my business career where I was very trapped in the fear of failure and um, some some major breakthroughs that I had that enabled me to deal with the fear of failure and and also enabled me to go on and, and actually create a, a one of Australia's leading business coaching companies, team of 25 people, um, myself and my business partner, and it was a multi-million dollar company and and really only really only came into play once I, I really understood how the fear of failure was controlling me and, and how applying some of these tools that I'm going to teach you today was able to really help me. So um, just a bit of background, I, I became a business mentor at, at the early age of 24. Um, I bought a franchise, I, I was always keen to get into business and and my path to get into business was was business coaching and I was very hungry to become a business coach so I bought a franchise at 24 and put put myself really in a pretty sticky situation because I didn't have a huge amount of money and um, I put a lot of money into buying the franchise the franchise cost me eighty thousand dollars and I contracted myself to a fifteen hundred dollar a month fee which is what I had to pay to be part of the franchise. So I was 80K to get in and then $1,500 a month and I'd signed up to five years. So really for me, it felt like I, you know, a sink or swim. And um, when I started, I didn't realise how hard it was going to be. So I had to go and find clients and and influence these these clients to buy this um, $20,000-odd coaching program. And, and it was very confronted with... Uh, a, a number of fears, but particularly this big fear of, of failure was just overhanging me from day one that like with this doesn 't work i'm i 'm screwed and so um, it was really quite daunting and uh, and the fear of also uh, believing in myself that I, as a coach, I had to convince myself that i I could actually help these business owners out and give them value and you know, am I good enough? And, and so many fears were, were coming up. And uh, I really, really struggled. I mean, for two years, I found it so challenging um, convincing people. And, 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 and really, at the end of two years, I had, I think, three paying clients, um, which was not enough to even cover my base expenses and my base living expenses. And by now, my, my debt had really ballooned out. Like I was maybe $80,000 in debt when I started. At the end of two years, I was about $300,000 in debt. And so I was at a pretty bad breaking point um, in my business. So you know, I really had no confidence left and, and I really felt like I was a failure. 
Um, there's no other t- there's no other way to put it, and um, and enormous stress. I mean, if you can imagine the anxiety of not having enough money to pay the bills and not knowing how I'm going to afford to to get out of this, I, I really felt trapped, and it got really quite bad for me because um, I I was even at a point where I found it challenging getting out of bed. Um, and you know, I felt I just probably the easiest way to, to define it. I felt a bit like a fraud because here I am, this supposedly this business coach, and um, I couldn't even control my own world, let alone you know how how the hell am I going to add value to everyone else? And so I just felt like a fraud. And and um, at the time, I had a relationship breakdown. It was just one of those those years or that, that those times in my life where everything fell felt like it was it was falling apart. And I was, I was like a, 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 um, a rabbit in a spotlight. I was, I was quite frozen. I didn't know what to do. And I felt really, honestly, I felt my life was sort of over. <laughs> That's how I felt at the time. And so I, I really know if any, if anyone listening to this, if you're going through a fear, it can be very, very powerful and very, very real and very, very uncomfortable and very painful. And that's um, exactly how it felt for me. And so I um, didn't, didn't know what to do, and, and I was very fortunate at the time that I, I did have a mentor, and uh, his name was Simon. And I had a meeting with, men, uh, with Simon where he asked me how I was going, and it was the first time where I just couldn't hold it anymore, couldn't hold it together. I burst into tears, and I'm literally just an emotional mess. And he said, what, what's wrong? And I said, well... I'm screwed, basically. I, I think I used more black and white language than that, but I told Simon that um, I, it was over. Like, I, I, I had to go bankrupt. That, that was what I, what I said to him. And he said, um, and he did a few things with me which, which were very, very uh, transformational for me, which I'll, which I'll pass on to you. But um, the first thing he did was he actually uh, interrupted me and said, look, Andrew, you're obviously got a lot of fear about money and, and everything. And I said, well, of course, I've got, I've got no money. I can't even afford to pay and put food on the table. And, and Simon looked, me, looked at me and he had these sort of cut-through eyes. And he asked me a question which really con- was, I found very confronting. Um, and the question was, Andrew, would you cut your eyes out and give them to me for a million dollars? And I looked at him and I went, excuse me? And he said, would you, would you cut your eyes out right now? Cut your eyes out. Give them to me. Would you, would you do it for a million dollars? And I said, well, no, I wouldn't. And he said, well, what about your legs? Would you cut your legs off and would you give them to me for a million dollars? And I said, absolutely not. Well, how about your arms? I'll give you a million dollars right now. I'll write you a check for a million dollars and I'll give you, you give me your arms. And again, I, I refused. And, um, and I said, you know what, why are you asking me all of this? And he said, well, right here, there's $3 million that I would offer you for your limbs, but you wouldn't give it to me. And I said, yes, what are you trying to say? And he said, well, here you are focusing on all the things that you don't have, yet you're completely ignoring all the things that you do. And here you are, the reason why you're so trapped in fear is um, you're feeling you're feeling like your world's over, and he was absolutely right. I really did. I felt I had completely zero gratitude or zero happiness, or I was really fragile. And he even said to me, he said, "Look, do you really think you can ever succeed 
carrying that energy? And I went, well, well, absolutely not. And he said, well, the first stage in breaking through of this is you have to, you have to embrace where you're at. You have to find gratitude for where you're at because you'll never move forward from anywhere if you're not actually satisfied or grateful for where you're at. That was a big, big turning point for me. And, and, and then he said, and the second thing, Andrew, and he said, until you believe in you, no one else will. And I re- my ears just pricked up and I, and I looked at him and I said, you know, what do you mean by that? Like, and he said, well, you just don't believe in yourself. He said, you're so, you're so worried about it not working that you don't actually believe that you're, you're capable or worthy of, of, of having it work. And um, really, the, the rest is history for me because I, um, I asked Simon, can, can you help me? Can you please help me? And Simon um, said, absolutely. I'll, I'll help you work on embracing where you're at and embracing failure and secondly, I'll give you some tools which are going to really help you um, move from this, this fear into, into what he calls faith on certainty, okay? So to move from the pain of, of it not working and, um, and breaking through all these this negative emotions that I was experiencing, experiencing through to uh, getting it all to work. And I really implemented everything that Simon said. For the next two months, I did a lot of work on myself, actually, to, to overcome these fears that I wasn't even really uh, really aware that I was carrying around and, and all these negative beliefs that I was carrying around myself. And he was absolutely right. I mean, if you think about um, this, if you could think about energetically what, what energy I was giving off trapped in this fear um, of, of being a failure, um, I, I like to re- refer to it like a, a desperate guy trying to meet a girl. Like I was so desperate that I wasn't giving off an energy of, of confidence. I wasn't giving off an energy of gratitude. I wasn't giving off an energy of, of leadership that others, other clients needed from me or, or prospective clients needed from me if they were to ever engage in my services. And um, really... When I applied these tools, uh, significant change came my way, and I'm gonna—I'll I'll share with you the, the, the results of those tools very, very shortly. But really, Simon opened me up to what fear really is, and and for the first time, I really got it. So, if we look at the word fear, fear stands for an acronym. It's it's um. F everything and run is the funny way to look at it when you look at fear, but it's not actually that. It's actually a false expectation appearing real, okay? A false expectation appearing real. And look, for me at that particular time, it felt very real, very um, – the. it felt like my world was over. It felt like I was never going to be able to make it work. Everything felt very real, and I put myself under immense suffering, as a result. And um, Simon actually helped me learn to embrace failure. And he actually helped me learn to be comfortable with it because I was trying to avoid it, right? So I was putting all this pressure on myself that I had to get this thing to work. Otherwise, I was totally screwed. And that was the energy that I was giving off. And Simon helped me acknowledge that firstly, Andrew, it's okay if this doesn't work out. I'm, and just... It's hard, to, it's hard to understand that, but it brought me this immense peace 
Because up till this point, I was saying to myself, I have to get this to work. I put all these expectations, all this pressure on myself. It's like, again, a single guy forcing himself to meet a girl by a certain date. That's exactly what I was doing. And, and because I was putting all this pressure on myself, I became very smelly, very desperate. And I didn't realize that it's, it was, but, but it was okay if it didn't work out. That, that was a big, I was able to let go of the energy of it working. In fact, I found an, a, a level of peace in going bankrupt. Uh, it was quite extraordinary. I, I remember going down to the beach and I was reflecting on it and Simon got me to work on all the things that I'm grateful for. And um, it really brought me back to this centered place that life's actually pretty good, you know, in the, in the end... Um, I have a $300,000 debt, but I'll go and get a job and I'll be able to pay back this debt. I found an an element of peace of being, of it not working. And I took this pressure off myself of everything having to work. And that was extraordinary because for the first time in probably two years, I started to smile and I started to be a bit more present. And I, you know, really took on board, take time to smell the roses. I had a couple of days where I just was able to find relaxation again and let go of all this stress and all this angst and all this worry that I was carrying around and 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 you know what if it doesn't work out so be it that was the first thing and then all of a sudden um Simon really helped me help me step into this this power of you know until I believe in me no one else will believe in me and he really helped me recognize that I had, I do have, I had these talents and I had this, this compassion for, for business owners and I had the desire that I wanted to help these business owners succeed. And he said, look, that's all you need. If you've got this compassion and you've got this conviction that you can actually add value and you've got this piece of it not working, you embrace failure, right? So a lot of people were taught that, um, avoid the fear of failure, but I've, I've finally learned um, in business that you need to embrace failure. Like the fear is actually there. Everyone carries these fears. Everyone carries the fears of it not working out. But a lot of people, uh, successful people actually totally embrace that, that failure is just feedback. It, it's not actually real. And you have to embrace failure. You have to, you have to actually acknowledge that in order to succeed, I actually have to fail. This is what he meant by embracing failure, that it's impossible to move forward in anything in life without failing. It's like a guy meeting the girl again. Um, he has to sometimes maybe go out on some dates where the girl's not into you. Like, that's just the reality. You have to embrace it. You'll, you'll never try if you don't embrace it. So I had to become very comfortable with business owners saying no to me. And in fact, I learned that they're not actually saying no to me personally. They're just saying no to my program. But up to that point, I was feeling that they were saying no to me. And so I really went through this massive letting go process of number one, embracing failure, but then also acknowledging that, yes, I've got compassion. I truly want to help business owners. Yes, I believe I've got skills. Yes, I do genuinely believe that I can add value to them and, and help them. And yes, um, I'm someone worthy of being able to do this. And this, so, so that was, that was, that was step number one. Tool number one is, is learning to embrace failure, learning to take the pressure off, learning that it's okay if things don't work, work out. Secondly, Simon helped me learn that I have to run up my fears. Okay. So up till this particular point, I would have a meeting with a business owner and I was so nervous of them saying no 
that that's exactly what I got. So you've got to imagine a desperate guy that's really desperate for things to work out, that is not comfortable in his own skin and therefore not prepared to really take a risk. So I was so worried that they'd say no and I was so desperate for them to say yes to all of a sudden you have to compare that energy to I'm totally comfortable if you say no and I'm totally okay if you say no and I'm totally, uh, I'm totally comfortable that you're not saying no to me. You're just saying no to my product. That that was the there was a significant difference in energy. And 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 Simon helped me learn. I have to run at my fear. Okay, so I have to befriend the fear. That if I um, continue running from my fears, my fears will keep showing up. And really, I mean, this is this is so so powerful because really, success is just on the other side of our greatest fears. And so because of all this fear of failing and it not working out, it was just consuming me. But then all of a sudden I, I, went, I let it go. I found peace and I then was able to go out and have these meetings and understand they're not rejecting me. They're just, they're just rejecting my, my proposal. And I, I had a pretty incredible thing happen in a very, very short time frame. Like this was very profound for me because I had uh, five meetings lined up with – potential business owners and my intention was to go out and and um uh, understand their challenges understand what they wanted and then i was going to offer them my my program which was a business coaching program now up till this point i had straight no's like pretty much everyone had said no to me so you know my confidence was was very low but but after doing the work that simon um helped me helped me do letting go and embracing failure and and then running at my fears and recognizing that Failing's part of the process. I, you can't learn by failing. And he helped me learn that all those 40 no's that I had were just stepping stones towards getting yeses. They're all learnings. And so I was able to not go into the next meeting trapped in these fears. I was able to go into these meetings with a different energy. And, and I remember this like yesterday, but this, this first of these five meetings, I sat opposite this, this business owner and I looked across the room and, and I had this big smile on my face. This is very opposite energy to what I had before. And I just said to him, um, look, I'm just trying to remember his name now. His name was Brian. His name was Brian. I said, Brian, um, is it okay if I outline how we're going to run this meeting? And he said, not a problem. And I said, look, Brian, I'm going to ask you a, a series of questions and really get to know you and understand you know, where you're where you're stuck and what you're looking for in your business and, and get a feel for where you're taking your business over the next three, four, five years. And I'm going to take down some notes and if I feel I can add value to you, I'm going to show you how. But at the end of this meeting, I'm going to ask you to make a decision. And I'm going to ask you whether you want to move forward or whether you don't want to move forward. Because if you don't want to move forward, there's no skin off my back. But if you feel that I can add value to you and I feel that I can help you, I, I'm sure you'd agree with me. There's, there's no reason why we shouldn't move forward today and make a decision um, that we, we get this program underway. Would you not agree with that? And Brian has looked at me and he said, that sounds totally fair to me. Great. And this was under a – because I let go of being desperate and I was embracing failure and because I had this switch around me – being so nervous about it not working and and um and i was running at my fear this was me being very all of a sudden i was very comfortable with brian saying no very important you understand that very comfortable 
actually, to be really honest, the, the thing that was really happening was I was actually semi-excited about going bankrupt at this stage. That, that's, how, that's how crazy this whole story is. Um, and so I did this meeting with Brian and I, and I said, look, Brian, I really feel I can help you. Um, here's how much it's going to cost. It's going to cost you $24,000 to join this, this um, program. Um, would, you, would you like to move forward? And to my amazement, Brian went, yes, I, I can do that. And I, and I just sort of looked up and you know, I, I thought, this is unbelievable. I'm, you know, I never get a yes. And he said, yes. And, I just, and I'm like, are you sure? And he said, yeah, mate, there's something about you. Um, he said, you've got some calmness about you. You've, and um, I, I, you know, you, you've confidently told me you can help me and, and I need help. And um, I, want, I want you to help me. And I went, well, great, let's get started. And, and you know, this gave me was my first little boost of confidence that I'd had in two years. And then I went and had a, a meeting like the following day and the same thing happened. Exactly the same thing repeated itself. I got a yes. And then the same thing happened. And this happened five times in a row. Now, you've got to imagine I had 40 no's. And then I had this moment, this breaking point. And this is why I think often a breakthrough follows a breakdown, Okay. But I had this breaking, this breaking point where I had to go through this major transition. I had to embrace failure. I had to then run up my fear. I had to confidently ask for a decision and be very comfortable with getting a no and not take it personally, right? So if it didn't work out, it was okay. And, and, and then all of a sudden, I started getting these yeses. And so all of a sudden, I was back in... there was no longer bankruptcy staring down my throat. I was like, holy moly, I think I can make this work. And then I went back to Simon and I was excited and I'm getting this success. And then Simon introduced me to point number three, which was, Andrew, when you're clear on what it is you want and you focus on what you want, you have a significantly higher chance of obtaining it than when you're trapped in focusing on what you don't want. And I need to say that again because it was really profound for me and I really think it's going to be profound for you if, if you're experiencing fear. But he, and, and, and he said, Andrew, when you focus on what you want instead of what you don't want, you have a significant chance of getting what you want. And he, and he said, look, up for the last two years... You haven't even been aware of it, but you've been subconsciously focusing on what you don't want. You've been so worried about it not working that you forgot to focus on it working. And this was just immense for me because all of a sudden he, he, I realized, wow, you know, he's right. All my energy has been going into and fueling what I don't want. It's not fueling what I do want. And this was now, I mean, this was 16 years ago. So I've been mentoring business owners for for 18 years and running businesses for 18 years. Uh, Farm Owners Academy's business number seven or something for me. Um, But back then, you know, this was a big turning point because all of a sudden I I recognized that, wow, I I can actually truly get what I want if I just put energy, attention and focus to it. So... Simon then said, well, what do you want, Andrew? And I said, well, I really believe that I've got something in me, Simon. I I really believe I can create an extraordinary business. And he said, well, go and do that. Uh, 
And I, and I thought, well, you know, how do I do this? And he said, just get clear, write it down, and then spend time focusing on it. So, you know, this is where I got really clear, and I really wanted a really successful company that had a, a team of coaches. I wanted a team of support staff, and I wanted to actually become one of the top top business coaching companies in Australia. And he said, well, Andrew, I, you know, I believe in you. I, I go for it. And so... I set the I set the wheels in motion, and I I got really clear on this is what I wanted. I, I didn't even know how I was going to obtain it. Right, this was this was the craziness. But I I wrote down uh, what I wanted, and and then I pursued that. And I pursued that. You know, I had the skills because I because I'm a business coach. I was trained on how to how to create a strategic plan, on how to manifest and, and how to get goals and how to break goals down. I knew. I knew the the backbone of what I needed to do to create it because I'd been trained on that, right? So because of buying a franchise and because I was a business coach, I I really knew all the how on how to do that. Um, And so, but I just had to decide, I had to decide what I really wanted. So I I decided I'm going to build this business. And it was just extraordinary because when you commit to what it is that you want, it's like providence starts moving. It's th- things start showing up for you that expected and unexpected. Things start appearing for you when you get really clear on what you want. When you put all that energy into what you want, and um, and 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 it was a really disciplined mindset where I decided to not focus on what I didn't want anymore. And so all my energy went into creating a world class business. And no energy went into the fear of failure, the fear of it not working, the fear of um, clients not coming, right? So it was and, – and I was really disciplined uh, through this process and not always, mind you, but as, as much as I possibly could be to, to, to holding my energy, holding my mindset, holding my focus on creating a, a fantastic business. And and look, it was it was like extraordinary. Within two years, this business was built up. Um, we had thirteen business coaches, um, eight support staff, operation full time operations manager. Um, you know, this this business was completely pumping. Um, I, I attracted in a business partner that gave me <clears throat> um, money to help me expand and grow. Like everything fell into place, and and and. And it was it, what was so powerful was because I learned these new tools, I was I was able to coach my clients on these tools, and and so many of them I was taking them through embracing failure, running at your fears, get clear on what you want, and I was holding them accountable to focusing on what going for it, and and some of the some of the, the clients that I worked with back in those those early days, I still keep in contact with. I mean, they've gone on to create hundred million dollar companies. You know, some some of these people that I, I work with right back there are some of the most successful business owners now um, in Australia. Like it's um, it's quite extraordinary. I've, I've I've gone on to coach two of the fastest growing companies in Australia in the BRW Fast One Hundred, and and it's this is all because I embraced or I, you know I I had to go. I, I I truly believe I had to go through these fears in order to teach them. I I, I look back on it now and I realise, wow, like. I had to go through this in order to become a teacher of this. I, I don't think I could have ever helped clients go through dealing with these fears, this mindset stuff, which is holding holding them back. And this really segues into point number four, which Simon also really helped me um, understand, which is you, you need to re- you need to remove doubt. You know, doubt is 
the blockage of goals being manifested. Goals, doubts the, the, the killer of dreams. The, doubts that little thought process that, that tells you you can't have it. Uh, you're not allowed to have it. And, and removing doubt is, is, is um, easier than you, you think, but, but it again requires some discipline and it requires some tools. And so Simon helped me learn that once I've got clarity on what it is that I want, I focus on it. So I had to visualize it, read it, think about it. Removing doubt is um, me telling myself that I'm allowed to have this, me acknowledging that, you know, there's so many other people out there that have created an amazing company. Now, why can't I? And I had to work on this on a daily basis, actually, for, for a couple of years, and I still work on this today because, you know, new fears do come along, but you, you need to constantly, you know, constantly tell yourself you're worthy of having it if you really want to be successful. And all winners get this. They have to constantly, you know, until you believe in you, no one else really, have to constantly allow yourself to give yourself permission that you're worthy of. It's like the the best advice I could give you here is come up with like a 60-second infomercial that you can tell yourself on a daily basis why you're allowed to have the goals that you have. This will give you permission and remove the blockages that may sabotage you getting what you want. And it's game-changing for you. And so I ended up selling that company um, and the guy that bought it, grew it to a $10 million company. Um, I went and started another business called Podiatry. I built that to a million dollar company and sold that. Um, And now I'm bringing this information with Greg to help farmers. And I really feel until you embrace this fear of failure, uh, you could be really trapped. Um, and, And I have a a motivation to help as many farmers as possible overcome this fear of worrying about it not working, of you know playing to win, of going for what you want, of setting those goals, of creating something extraordinary, of providing um, a, a fantastic opportunities for other employees, of providing a fantastic life for your family, of creating wealth outside that farm, of you know one day giving back and maybe helping others through the process because. I, um, with, with Greg, of course, um, we're very passionate about this and, and, and that's why I do what I do and, and that's why I feel um, a large part of who, who I am is, 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 is helping people crack this, these fears, these restrictions, these boundaries that we, we all place on ourselves, that you may, you may place on yourself, that once removed can help you truly get what, what it is that you, you want in life. Right, so um, I didn't really want to talk about me today, but because um, I was actually going to interview Greg um, and and get him to share his story of how he broke through some major fears and how he um, was able to create a multi million dollar company, and and I really wanted him to share, you know, why what drives him to want to help farmers because it's a powerful story. But um, we will come back to that in a future podcast. Um, but just to summarise this off, everyone experiences fear. Remember, it's a false expectation. It appears real, but it's not real. Embrace it because everyone has it and you need to recognize that failure is just feedback. It doesn't mean everything's not working. If, it's, if you try things and it's not panning out for you, it's just giving you feedback. But you do need to run at your fears. Your greatest success is at the other side of your greatest fears. Focus on what you want. Don't get caught in focusing on what you don't want. 
and give yourself permission that you're allowed to have it. Focus on removing those doubts because they're going to be there. They're going to be there at a subconscious level. I can guarantee you this. Everyone has them. So maybe give yourself a 60-second infomercial and read it daily um, because it will help you conquer all the stuff that we have to put up with in in running businesses. So thanks for listening to me. Um, I hope you have a fantastic uh, day. We'll, We'll be in touch. Bye now.